We don't want to wait. We don't. <gasps> you didn't start with. You didn't start this <laughs> podcast with a. Uh... <laughs> no, I was like, I'm going to be decisive and confident <laughs> in what I say. <laughs> Uh, I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. And we are talking about some Gilmore Girls. We're binging mm-hmm. through. Um, we are now past the halfway point of season three. Mm-hmm. And the episodes are... Dear Emily and Richard, Swan Song, Face Off, The Big One. All right. I'd like to make a note of like what my predictions are every week because uh, I think... <laughs> I don't think I got anything right. Maybe, maybe, dear Emily and Richard had a letter in it. As about, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that was a good game. That yeah. was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And here comes the cat. I'm so happy you're here. You push the door open every time. Pain in the tush. Okay, we don't edit. We don't want to no. edit. I'm no, Robin. Uh, we're going to. Go through these uh, differently. We're, we're not going to spend uh, two hours on four episodes. We say we're this gonna, all the time. Yeah, we say this all the time. Hey, so. uh, I did want to make an announcement at the top of the show. We kind of, I kind of mentioned it offhand at the beginning of uh, last week's episode, but there is something about um, serving our uh, show through WordPress that somehow limits our feed to like 150 episodes. So I, I actually got an email from a listener who was like, "Hey, where's your Dawson's Creek episodes?" There's like one, one, one of them left, and it's probably going to be gone after I upload this this one. If you want to get into any of our older episodes, they are all on the site. E- easy to download, easy to stream. I have both uh, options there for you. It's that that's at we don't want to wait dot wordpress dot com. I just wanted to mention that because you know the title of the show was based off of Dawson's Creek, and uh, yeah, if anybody has any ideas how to uh, fix our feeds so in WordPress so it won't limit us to one hundred fifty, I'd really appreciate it. I don't know anything, and I've been doing this for over ten years. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> I certainly don't know. Uh, dear Emily and Richard. Oh, this is a great episode. Such a great episode. Uh, we are doing some flashbacks, getting to fill in some some of the gaps, some of the stories we've heard of. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we get to see them realized. Um, and this is also, you know, and it's, it's a perfect uh, reason to flashback to – the birth of Rory because we're dealing with um, Lori's L- Lori's Lorelai's uh, f- feelings uh, revolving around uh, uh, the birth of um, Gigi, <laughs> mm-hmm. which stands for yeah. Gilmore and Girls. I even and I even oh I didn't think about that. I even find <laughs> myself feeling sympathy for Sherry. Oh yeah. Oh I I never I never. Uh, Feel terrible. I don't. I don't feel any bad feelings towards Sherry ever. I mean, I don't feel terrible for. I mean, terrible towards her. I don't feel. I don't feel territorial or like what is this? You know, Lorelai should be with Christopher. This woman's coming. I, I oh, just. No. Uh, what irritates me is this whole uh, 
the C-section is planned for this date and this time, and I'm in control, and I want control of it, and I'm a working mother, and I have to work, and work comes first, and I want, and I'm gonna, and I am going to conquer and be in control of Mother Nature. <laughs> like that drives me nuts. But the, I, doesn't everybody feel like that? You, you know, even you know, not just pregnancy, but any sort of like expected uh, surgery no. or uh, no. See, and this is what drives me. Like all of the young girls that are pregnant now, they know, you know, they have a birth plan. Mm-hmm. They talk to their doctors and their doctor have an open dialogue and they're, they are involved in the plan. Look, back in my day, there was no plan. <laughs> you went to the doctor and you did what the doctor said. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and you know, you were going to, because, okay, I, this is a lot of it. This is a lot of personal information that nobody probably cares about. But I had preeclampsia. I'm saying that with my air quotes because I don't think I had preeclampsia. I think the little girls just didn't know how to take a blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think the doctor just wanted any excuse to put on the chart so we could schedule a delivery day. Right. They have golf so to play. She, mm-hmm. They have golf to play. Well, I had a female doctor. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Are in you some saying ways, girls don't play golf? I don't think she was a golfer. I think she rode a horse. She was a horse rider. She had horses a horse. to ride. She was a horsist. I don't know what is that like being like insulting towards the the race of horse. <laughs> Hold on. I only ride donkeys. Better. I would never ride a horse. Anyway, horses are beneath me, literally. <laughs> Anyway, so where was I? Oh, back in the and, saddle. Uh, I just and Morgan was so little; she was six pounds twelve ounces when she was born, like at thirty-eight weeks, two weeks early. And I just think that that was not natural. She should have came when she came, mm. when she was going to come, when when Mother Nature said it was time. Uh, I smell a grudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just that's just me. <laughs> I think I've, I've we've come to the root of this. <laughs> this uh, you're not only you not only uh, have a problem with people scheduling things because you felt like uh, your baby was scheduled a little bit too early and or you know or on the doctor's time, and also mm-hmm. you're a horsist. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we've learned a lot today. Okay, so totally keeping this under two hours, by the way. Uh, yes, we are. All right, so Rory and Lorelai are planning. You know, it's it's com- graduation is coming up. Yeah. So they're planning their backpacking trip uh, throughout Europe, across Europe, and Richard and Emily think this is hilarious <laughs> uh, that these books that Lorelai and Rory are reading that say you know sleep in the park like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep in a room with thirty people, mm-hmm. Emily. You know, back in my day, I went to Paris and I stayed at the Ritz. Well, you know, we can't afford that. We're going on a, a budget. Well, we'll pay. No, you paid enough already. Uh, yeah, I'm. I definitely. I mean, do, obviously, you can't answer this honestly because you know. I mean, you would know if something like this actually does happen. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty big event. But mm-hmm. I do feel like did they just kind of set this up as something so they could connect the book to the past and uh, have some sort of uh, you know object to, to connect us to our flashbacks? 
it's, mm-hmm. e- it's either going to be that or backpacking is going to happen and mm-hmm. we're not going to see it. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Interesting. We're going to return for season four and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, we're going to hear lots of stories and eventually we'll have some sort of uh, person visiting from another country that fell in love <laughs> with one of, one of them and, you know, that kind of thing. That trope. Right, right. <laughs> Because you, obviously they can't set like several episodes, one episode maybe. They did it when Lorelai and Rory got out of town. Uh, we'll talk about that again later. But uh, uh, they can't do several episodes, you know, even just pretending California is like uh, the south of France or different, something like that. Different countries. Because yeah. it's not just them on this show. It's we, we would we, we'd be like, where's Kirk? Where's where's Emily and Richard? You know, it, it, where's we, Miss Patty? Yeah, where's Paris? You know, uh, so I feel like this is not going to happen or it's going to mm-hmm. happen off camera. Mm-hmm. So. OK, right. interesting. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, what did you think? What, what were you thinking when those teenagers that we've never seen before are walking into the Gilmore house? Uh, teenagers, what teenagers? Little Christopher and little Lorla. Oh, oh gosh. We ju- we're jumping ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, so, well, do you want to, was there anything oh, back uh, that you want to? Oh, oh, well, I, I, I not really. I like that. Okay, I like that. Miss Patty is. Uh, you know, we see Dean is helping with construction with uh, delivery. <laughs> Even though he is a large, uh, large teenage boy, he's 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 somehow been elected to be coffee fetcher. Uh, but I do like that. Miss. Yeah, pa- when he could be when he could be used uh, better in in a in actual construction because he's like six foot five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, uh, I like that Miss Patty is there just to hang out. <laughs> Yeah, just watch the guys. Watch the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, the whole thing where Dean and Jess get into an argument because Dean yeah, that's very giant. important. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I do love Dean kind of getting a rise out of Jess, and I do love also that it seems to be coming to an end uh, in a couple episodes. So um, yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much all. Oh wait, no, there was the retirement party. Oh, the guy, they were oh, doing yeah. all these decorations for the golf retirement party, but that seemed dull. Oh, yeah. He wanted to change it again, and through the episode, he changed it to a Beanie Baby retirement party. I do not get it. That was very... I don't either. That was another, like, something that happens in Independence Inn that happens for one scene. You think that something is going to happen later in the episode. It's like the Michelle storylines. Um, but... The one thing I do want to spotlight, which was my favorite thing, was how Sookie flips that golf ball cake into the garbage. It is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the the physical comedy. Yeah. So yeah, we they they get travel books uh, from Richard's study sent by Emily, and uh, yeah, we get to this flashback, and yeah, I was super psyched as soon as those kids walk through the door. um, I could tell. Um, that it was Christopher and Lorelai. And, you know, okay, so I, I looked up the actors uh, who played the teenagers. I don't know if you did the same thing. Uh, sort of. Sort of, okay. I saw that she's no longer acting, but uh, but she's beautiful, and she she could do the, the Gilmore Girl, girl di- the Lorelai dialogue. She did a great job as Lorelai. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, either, like, she is just performing some really solid writing, or, you know, she'd watched a couple of Gilmore Girls episodes, you know. But, uh, yeah, Chelsea Brummett uh, is from Nickelodeon's All That. So maybe there's some, 
you know, she's got some sort of, you know, techniques to pick up a character really quickly for a, for a sketch or something, you know, and I don't know. But um, I also, there's just two things about her that's funny. One of her IMDb quotes is dropping shade on her uh, former co-worker, uh, Amanda Bynes, which is pretty funny. And uh, her main profile pic is from a short film where she's in a, in a bra gagged and tied to a tree. So it's like, oh, you're going to have that as your main picture? Okay. <laughs> uh, Christopher uh, is played by Philip Van Dyke, who was the voice of Arnold in Hey Arnold. <laughs> oh, wow. And, okay. And I guess he was in Halloween Town, although, you know, that's that's a little uh, young for, for me. I, I believe I was an adult by the time that stuff started coming out. But uh, <laughs> I just thought maybe our listeners might be interested. Um. But yeah, yeah, the whole thing where she, you know, she is, uh, you know, young Lorelai is talking about how she's dropping the jacket on the floor. She's walking away from the jacket on the floor, just as, you know, waiting for Emily to come out of the woodwork, you know, because they, she couldn't possibly let Lorelai do something like that. But uh, I don't know. It, it's it's funny because all the time that I have um, thought about. Lorelai's young teenage life, I mm-hmm. really thought it was a lot more regulated than it is. But of course, you know, we're hearing the perspective of an older Lorelai, and you know, the the you know, she is really kind of negative about how she was raised. But it does seem like it like I almost thought that maybe like Lorelai's the, the personality that she has as an adult really kind of might have sprang forth after being independent and on her own and stuff like that. But it does seem like, you know, Laure- that's Lorelai right there, you know? She was just rebellious from the get-go. Yeah. She was rebellious against her parents, just her parents, uh, you know, lifestyle and status, mm-hmm. uh, social status. Because they have the her and Christopher have the discussion about they're going to go to Europe, they're going to travel, they're going to sleep in a park or whatever, and um, then later, uh, what does he say? You know, uh, they got plans for us, and uh, he just like, uh, you know, I don't care about the plans. And she said, "Oh, the plans came over on the Mayflower. Like it's just set in stone. <laughs> the plans for us, mm-hmm. because this is the world we live in. This is what's expected of us. It's it's concrete." Yeah, and. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are certain – obviously, there are certain cultures where, you know, the plan is just – that's it. There's nothing but the plan, you know. But, you know, we live in, you know, America and <laughs> there's a lot – you know, there's freedom and, you know, kids want to do – teenagers want to do what they want. And um, uh, it's understandable that Lorelai feels kind of crushed by all this, especially after uh, uh, what happens. So Yeah, and there's just like different – personalities like in like i feel like my kid would like my kid likes structure and and expectations and all that like i feel like we're lenient more lenient than she wants us to be you know what i mean like i think that she would flourish in like different people would flourish in that environment and lorelei because of her personality feels feels uh stifled and repressed and not free. Mm-hmm. It just depends on your personality, and and Lorelai just has a rebellious personality against this situation. Where do you think she got this personality from, though? Because it seems so it's just her. From I mean, from, maybe from, she's more like like the first Lorelai. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who knows? You know, sometimes it like skips a generation. 
man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's just uh, again, she's living under Emily and Richard's thumb, and and she is definitely acting like full blown Lorelai here. So it makes me think, like, uh, yeah, yeah, again, I just don't know what the influence is. Maybe TV. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Uh, well, look, okay, okay, okay. People, uh, people want to believe that they can mold and shape their kid into the the human grown up that they want their human child to be. Right. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> you can only mold and shape so much. I feel like there is more. Have I ever? I know we've talked about this. There's more nature than nurture in parenting. We want to control our kids. And there comes a point you can't control them. Right. But don't you feel like, I don't know, you look at, I I look at my kids, you look at your kid and there seems to be, you know, some part of you that's there that's recognizable. I don't, do you, can you imagine like the way, okay. The way, uh, remember when we went to Yale and, uh, Richard and Emily are talking about the way he courted her or whatever. Mm -hmm. It really seems like, like neither of them acted like young Lorelai when they were her age, <laughs> you know? No, no. Well, just like Rory fits in well in this world. Rory's going to Harvard, Yale, Princeton, to an Ivy League school. She's, you know, she got three big envelopes. Right. But um, she fits in well. I, like I say, it just skips, maybe it just skipped a generation. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm lingering on that. <clears throat> Do we want to just talk all about Christopher and Lorelai and the dress not fitting for the uh, portrait, the yeah, coming out yeah. portrait? Oh, uh, I okay. Um, uh, Emily with long hair is cute. Oh, yeah. She looks great. She does look great. This, this, this is just like the Tina Fey uh, shampoo commercial. Like, they can make you look 15 years younger for commercial. Why can't they do it all the time? <laughs> I would say, make me look like that all the time. <laughs> Uh, also, we, you probably noticed that Lorelai has great has a great Duran Duran poster on her door. Yeah, is, is it is it there in, in modern day? I feel like there there's some still Lorelai no. stuff hanging up in that room. Well, you know, she remodeled it. Oh, yeah, for, after for Rory. Rory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dressed too small. Emily's baffled, and then you see Lorelai realizing why. Um, it's so funny how television signs of pregnancy or not. Real life signs of pregnancy, just like, just like later on, <laughs> right? Uh, and uh, yeah, then we yeah the next flashback is the 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 Gilmores and the Mister and Mrs. Christopher's uh, oh. conference over the and then those are the same. I mean, I know one of the I know the the mom is the same actress. Beth is that Beth Green? Yes. No, Christine Gosh, Rose. Christine, Christine Rose. Rose. I was Christine Rose and Beth Grant mixed up. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Strobe is still the same guy. Um, yeah, but I did like Richard in his black hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Christopher's mom is asking like if Lorelai could be sent away to get rid of it. <laughs> And well, yeah, she wants her sent away till she has the baby, and Strobe wants her to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, Richard like comes up, has a come apart. He was like, "No, I have a plan. Yeah, Christopher's they're going to live here. Christopher's going to go to work with me. You know, they're going to get married. It's done. 
Yeah. And so, and Lorelai and Christopher are on the stairs, you know, that we're just right here and they're talking about us. And Christopher's like, I'm okay with this plan. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai's not. Uh, yeah. It, it is sad to see, like, they're having this, like, discussion about them. Like, they're just, you know, material goods. I mean, I feel like the most empathetic person is uh, Emily um, in that. Um, at least she's talking, like, you know. Christopher's parents think it's all Lorelai's fault, and Richard is like stone cold silent, and Emily's on the defense. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it it it's really sad when it goes up to the stairs and you see that they're just sitting there like lost teenagers, like listening to their lives being set out. It's really it is really sad. Yeah. Um, so we go to uh, uh, Lorelai going into labor, and I love it. Quincy is on. And I was like, is that a pepper sandwich that she's eating there? <laughs> uh, because, uh, yeah, she she recounted this and they they remembered it uh, when they uh, – um, She's listening to she 99 Luft Balloons on her walk <laughs> Yes. And she go- yeah, she goes to the emergency room by herself. Mm-hmm. And eventually uh, Richard and Emily come – to the uh, emergency room. And Emily is just screaming mm. at her through the halls. Like, how embarrassing. Uh, I can relate. <laughs> this was uh, this was just like uh, my first daughter, uh, her, her birth. My, uh, my previous marriage. Oh, we're just going to get personal here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I always say, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just... We were just married because, you know, it, you know, things happened and I was like 22 and she was like 23 and, but, um, my parents just like for the longest time, just like hated, um, my, my spouse at the time, you know, my, my, my first daughter's mother. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, so, you know, we had a bit of distance, like they never like visit, my parents never visited. They never like asked us over or anything like that. But, you know, my, my mother and father just kind of just kind of sat back and assumed that we'd keep contact or whatever. And so, yeah, the, the day of, um, uh, you know, Labor Day, <laughs> uh, um, uh, you know, here is um, uh, my uh, my first wife. <laughs> I don't want to say names. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going into labor and she's at the hospital and she's in the delivery room and she's no, well, no. She, I think she was in the like the you know you know the pre delivery room. <laughs> you know, right. not, we're not we're not ready yet, you know. It's, but it's coming, you know. And uh, you know they're putting her on all sorts of medications. It's just awful. She's you know nauseous and puking and all this awful stuff. Um, and uh, you know I'm I'm trying to help her and all this, and all of a sudden I get this like your parents are outside. You know your parents are in the in the waiting room. You know you want to go see them. I'm like why are why are they here? You know. <laughs> And uh, and I I went out there and I was like, hey, uh, did it? Baby's not here. Um, do, do you know you know what do you want or whatever? And <laughs> and uh, they were just like absolute. Like my mother especially was just outraged that I hadn't called and uh, took it like personally. Like I was uh, I was blocking her and my father away from. You know, you know, experiencing the or being being able to like be there for the birth of their their grandchild. You know, mm-hmm. even though you know uh, that's not the place for it. Uh, it's not the time for and, all that. Yeah, yeah, I pretty much you know yelled at them. 
you know, in the, the mm-hmm. hospital hallway and told him to F off and uh, <laughs> didn't speak to him mm-hmm. for a few days afterwards. Because um, I was like, are you serious? Uh, like, uh, you're pulling the shit, like, you're the selfish shit on, like, the day of my daughter's birth. Like, get the fuck out of here, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was just like. Because, you know, it's all about them. It's all, like, exactly. It's like, you know, like, and that's why I felt like when I saw, like, Richard. And Emily, I was like, it's all about their feelings. You know, it's not about like, holy cow, this poor, this poor girl is here alone. You know, and of course, Mm -hmm. Emily is kind of like, you know, she's got her pride, but she's also, she wants to be there for Mm Lorelai. But, you know, it's, it's through the whole Gilmore filter, you know, the (laughs) we're we're, we're in charge of your life filter. Um, And there, you know, and it seemed like, you know, um, later on. Uh, they just go on, go ahead, and even though they have Lorelai raising Rory in their house, it's like they're they're just going along with their own lives, the fundraisers or whatever, and being annoyed that like they're not trip, they're trip, you know, not tripping over a carriage or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good for good for Lorelai. She freaking bolts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's just very emotional when. They're, Richard and Emily are going out for the night and she's calling for Lorelai and Lorelai's not answering mm-hmm. and she finds the note and you know exactly what that note says. Mm-hmm. She is, I am out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's very emotional. Like, uh, also, I mean, having a baby is a high emotion time. Mm-hmm. It's just, emotions are just out of control. But, but back to the Sherry thing. Yes. You know, the, uh, the friend calls rory you know you're a child can you get here yeah i'm done with school i can get off the bus i can come uh, i didn't i didn't call her out by the way the last time we we saw her at the party um mm-hmm. that's maureen she's played by cynthia edinger um who you may know if you've watched carnival uh she played rita sue hmm. um did you watch carnival yes she a was, million years ago yeah she was like stump stumpy's wife did the blow off you know one of the strippers but um, and I probably told you this when we first started Smallville. Um, she was the person that was originally cast to play Martha Kent, and they shot the pilot. Really? Yep. They shot the whole pilot, and uh, she was the one cast member that then they, they, you know, that they decided to replace her. And they got a Nettle tool. But there are you know screeners out there of the pilot with Cynthia Edinger playing Martha Martha Kent. And what they did before, you know, they aired it on aired Smallville and the WB, they reshot all those scenes with Annette O'Toole, but left everything else intact. So, hmm. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> when I see Weird. her, I'm like, I'm like, it's OG Martha Kent, but it's, but she's also that, the stripper lady from Carnival. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah. Can you reschedule she keeps, school? <laughs> yeah. And she keeps saying, but Sherry screwed up. Like Sherry just yeah. Sherry mess Sherry did something to mess up our lives. Uh-huh. Sherry, it's so in, Sherry is she messed up and is con- inconveniencing everybody. Uh-huh. She just screwed up. Like oh <laughs> oh, uh, we got a little bit of you know I don't think there's much of it in here, but it's Luke uh, dating life with uh, Nicole, looking good. He's oh yeah, took the hat off, put the sweater, put a sweater on, a leather coat, and. Um, I did look Nicole up on IMDb, and she was one of the main cast members of New Adventures of Old Christine. That's uh, Trisha O'Kelly, and she's like, she's got all these different like credits, but like she's got like you know eight hundred episodes of <laughs> New Adventures of Old uh-huh. Christine. So, 
uh, yeah, I never watched that show, so. Uh, me either. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, the, the child. Christopher's out of town. Yeah, and so it's just Rory. And Rory is she's trying to be strong for Sherry, but she goes out to get coffee and calls Lorelai and, and says, "You know, please, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say I need my mommy. <laughs> you know, she is out of her comfort zone. She's this, yeah, she can't handle this." Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, meanwhile, uh, Lorelai and Emily are having their own alone time. Which kind of you know makes the the whole flashback stuff kind of sad as as we're going back and forth with it. Um, yeah, Lorelai says, you know, I'll get you. A, it, it's it's funny. She's she's actually having a conversation with her mother instead of this, um, you know, how they argue talk. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's, like, she's, are they? Is you know how the Bechdel test is like two women talking about a guy. Like, is there like mm-hmm. a Rory version of that? Because they're finally passing the Rory Bechdel test where they're not talking about Rory. <laughs> they're, mm-hmm. they're actually having a conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lorelai asks Emily, what do you do when dad's not here? Oh, I have my events. Well, what do you do at night? Mm. Oh, she says, I don't watch much television because I don't seem to be quite as, uh, you know, as obsessed with forensics as the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so Lorelai suggests, I'll, I'll get you a DVD player and uh, all those musicals that you like. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you don't have to do that. Uh, yeah, this is a kind of a theme that runs through the uh, the episodes that, you know, Emily is a bit lonely, you know, with Richard constantly traveling. You know, mm-hmm. every once in a while he makes a special appearance. I think Rory being Sherry's secretary is adorable. Mm-hmm. We have a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I've, Z- I've Xeroxed all these copies And now I'm looking for a fax machine <laughs> Oh yeah And then the uh, then, then uh, Sherry up on her bed Squatting saying that you know Maureen said that Howard Stern says to squat <laughs> uh, Yeah it Makes the baby come out faster And Lorelai says well at least you have a reliable Source the same reason from a reliable Source yeah I wouldn't take Baby delivery advice from Howard Stern. Oh, there was a there was a thing that happened here that I took the wrong way when I first noted it, and then I realized later, like, oh, I'm I'm thinking of it the wrong way. But um, so Sherry is about to go into like you know to the delivery room, and Rory's like, should I get a camera? You know, and Lorelai's like, no. And I was like, oh, freaking jealous Lorelai. You know, like, come on, this should, this, she's going to want to have pictures of that baby when it comes out. But no, I was thinking of it the wrong way, like as if. You know, like Rory is going to take pictures during the delivery, which that's probably what Lorelai was thinking. Like, that's why she shut it down. So, yeah. Yeah. Because in some ways, Lorelai is an expert in this field. Mm -hmm. She's done it before. She knows what to expect. They're looking, they're looking to her as an authority on this, this, and also Suki later on. But, uh, Mm -hmm. but then again, it's been a long time. Things have changed. Yeah. And, you know, once it's been like 15, 16, 17 years, it's been a lifetime ago and you don't even remember and you and it's just different. Listen, I've got some old reels. And if I really want to horrify myself, one of those reels is my birth. The whole bloody affair. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. My dad got filmed the entire thing. I've never seen it. And I probably wow. never will. But if you want, wow. if you want, I'll send it to you. It'll be interesting for you. For you. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> as a you know, as a medical professional, you can you can examine what it was like. Oh to- no, I am not interested in labor and delivery. I'm not interested in babies. I'm not interested in kids. Uh-huh. No, I'm only interested in adults who have lived their life. <laughs> you know, yeah. who who's been given a chance. I am not interested in that beginning. I'm only interested in the end. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, before we go on, there's a, I love the little scene where Jess is trying to like give Luke some, you know, alone time with Nicole and he ends up being (gasps) taken outside and you don't hear the conversation and then suddenly he gets a slap upside the head. (laughs) Yeah. Cause he's like, I'll be back in an hour. Unless you need more time. Where are you you going? Where are you going? An an hour. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. All right. Well, of course, Christopher is amazing. He comes in and, you know, but unfortunately, it's like it's also juxtaposed. We see what Lorelai is actually remembering during the whole thing, which is, you know, that young Christopher, you know, wasn't so thrilled. And Lorelai is just here with a baby. And what am I going to do? But this Christopher is, you know, just amazing, you know, just so loving and so gaga, no pun intended, over like being a new dad and all that stuff. And uh, Lorelai does get the dig in though, a little bit of dig. She, like, like, look at her; she's perfect. And Lorelai's like, Rory was perfect. She comes. Yeah, she comes Rory a close second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's sad that uh, you didn't realize Rory was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We the the DVD player gets delivered. There's this funny little thing where Emily's not sure if Lorelai can actually install a DVD player. And uh, I, I just assumed she did because it's so easy. But then again, this is like om- 20 years ago. 20 years ago. So maybe this is still like, oh, my God, I can't program anything to record on my DVD on my VCR. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that kind of comedy. Uh, so but uh, yeah, the uh, um, the 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 way it ends, the showing that family portrait again is just like, you know, single tear. <laughs> Yeah, it was a very emotional episode. Yeah, yeah, probably the best one this week. You know, which is probably yep. why we ended up spending a while on it. Definitely not going to go over two hours though. Okay, swan song. Not going to do it. All right, <laughs> Emily is just up to here with Gran. <laughs> ah, tricks. Twenty minutes, griping. She sucks the about... flavor out of people. <laughs> yeah, Lorelai says she needs a fella. <laughs> yes, with or without an umbrella. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, then they go go on talking about roasts and Don Rickles. They love Don Rickles. <laughs> uh, oh, and then oh yeah. oh oh, because they there's oh they say that Grandma needs a man, and then Emily says that she had a boyfriend at one time, but he just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then it, so, somehow she's trying to get Rory to talk about breaking up with Dean without coming out right out and saying it, and. You know, you need to tell me about these life changes in case I invite Dean to a a, a function and you run into him. Why, why would you invite Dean to <laughs> Oh, no, no. She's thinking that um, they're all going to meet him at graduation. Like, at, like not only on oh, you know, the graduation Oh, yeah, that's day. Jess. Yes. Yeah, she's saying that. Oh, I that. see what you're saying. Inviting Dean to a function. Gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, grandmother Emily wants to meet. Jess and, and suggest that uh, Rory bring him next week. And uh, Jess is just not that kind of. Uh, he has to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And that's when Emily, well, we'll just all have to meet him on graduation. Oh, okay, well, it sounds like a better idea if I do bring him next Friday night. Can you imagine that Jess is actually a person that goes to school? <laughs> like, we've heard a couple of times about, like, ladies flunking and not paying attention or whatever. Um, but never seen him in school. Uh, of course, we could probably say the same thing about Lane. I guess it's just because those two characters don't go to Chilton. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, you know, kind of kicks them out of any sort of like high school drama situation, you know. It's so weird. Like, I'm, I'm hoping once Rory goes to college, everybody will be blended in a little bit better. Because the whole decision to have Rory being at Chilton, where the, all of her friends, except for like Paris, I guess, who every once in a while she's friends with, uh, <laughs> are... are uh, are in Stars Hollow and have nothing to do with the Chilton storylines. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Lorelai's schedule is uh, scraps of paper and illegible scribbles. Uh, Saturday is boyfriend day. Sunday is their day. They're, oh, I love this. The, the, you know, this is very, uh, you know, mid 2000s or whatever. They're talking about, you know, setting time aside to watch the Lord of the Rings supplementary material. <laughs> Like, like we all. I mean, I have all those extended editions on Blu-ray, and I, I don't think I've ever watched all that stuff. It's so much, but uh, yeah, I guess the Lord of the Rings stuff kind of stuck with uh, Rory after she broke up with uh, Dean. But yeah, they decided to do Footloose, which I think is a much more easier and fun <laughs> hangout movie. But yeah, because you know you don't want to hear that fat man uh, <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Or Peter Jackson. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that's who they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, okay, my next thing is his Rory's a book tease. And uh, yeah, Jess is beginning his uh, his usual being a terrible boyfriend uh, plot that we're going to be following. Um, not wanting to go to the dinner until, you know, and then she has to bribe him with the book and, and a kiss or whatever. So. Uh, oh gosh, okay <laughs> Oh, uh, we have Miss Patty's one woman show that, Oh that god scene. Okay, yes mm-hmm. That was weird Okay, Kirk, of course, is going to direct This, what is it? Buckle up, I'm Patty Buckle up, I'm Patty Yep <laughs> <laughs> It's like the one woman show that Who? Hmm? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the woman who A woman, a famous woman I didn't write it down. Strickland, Stritz, Strick, Struts did, except without the cynicism or the, not cynicism. Never mind. Forget all that. I have no idea. Anyway. Edit. Not really. So Rory is there with Dean. They watch this and they get out and they chit chat a little bit and go their separate ways. Then when Jess gets off work, he calls Rory and said, you know, oh, what have you been doing? That all you did? I read it on a, a lamp post that you and Dean were together. <laughs> Rory and Dean can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I will say that uh, uh, one of my favorite things about the performance uh, is that Kirk throws on a strobe light at the end. And gosh, does that look like a David Lynch scene once that strobe light goes, you know? Yes. That, you know, he definitely gets some influence from uh, David Lynch. Uh, you know, his, yeah, his he's a. Uh, he's a. Subverting expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Alex and Lorelai 
having some kissing happening. Why get invested in that? Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's. But then later on, Lorelai, is this where she's going to? Uh, wait, hmm? or is that the next episode <laughs> where Lorelai walks in on Jess and Rory kissing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is later. That's the next episode. No, All right. I think that's. Yeah, no, it's this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, she goes in, talks to uh, Luke, and Luke knows all about all that's going on in Broadway. <laughs> I was like, what is happening with him? But, you know, it's it's cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, he he, uh, he saw, what was what was the one he saw? Hairspray, the producers Hairspray, was better. <laughs> but he liked producers better. You know, it's good. He knows what he likes. And so he's Not got the a the first producer's joke book. this week. Yeah, I would love to see this book, this book of walking tours of Manhattan. Yeah. So she goes up to grab it, and she walks in, and there's Rory and Jess, like, hardcore kissing on the couch. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, again, this whole, you know, they they said this when, you know, Alex and Lorelai were caught. Like, we should probably come up with a system. Mm -hmm. And uh, why did I write Rory and Jess know Ben and J-Lo? Don't know why I wrote that. Must be something else. Cool. Uh, that yeah, that's some. Um, oh oh, who, who is making out? You know whatever. It's like Rory and Jess. No, Ben and J Lo. Yeah yeah. The reason why I wrote it down was just like ah, another very dated reference. <laughs> uh, oh, it's when she comes downstairs and asking Luke if he knows what's going on upstairs, right. and he said, "I know. I go up there every ten minutes. Love it. I have a basket of things. Yes, this is you. A yep. basket of things." <laughs> That I go up and get, put in the basket, and then I put the basket upstairs again for things to go up to get. Yep. To make it look like I'm actually going for things. And he says, I go up there every 10 minutes. And she says, even when you're with a customer, yes, I drop what I'm doing. I go every 10 minutes. And she said, well, you know, 10 minutes, that was about as long as it took to create Rory (laughs) and put my clothes back on and freshen my lipstick. And then he he, uh, runs up there again. Yep. Because he was thanking her, oh, you went up there, I don't have to go again for another 10 minutes. But yeah, I mean, again, the the actors are definitely dating because this is a lot more passionate than, you know, I'd ever seen anything with Dean. Yes, this is a lot more physical than, mm-hmm. with, than her innocent little boyfriend, Dean. Uh, so yeah, Lorelai is a little worried because Jess is going to be driving her home after Friday dinner. Um, and Lorelai wants her to stay at Emily's and, uh, and then they have a talk about what exactly Lorelai is worried about. And Rory says that she has way too much on her mind to even think about that. (laughs) And then she promises that she's going to tell her everything if she's, if she does. Um, Yes. Lorelai knows Rory and knows she should trust Rory and knows what kind of person Rory is, but Lorelai's like, yeah, but look at me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's always fun when your kids start yelling back at you. Like, I would never make the same mistakes you did. What are you, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it, it happens really easily. <laughs> Real easy. To, to, you know. Um, so, oh, God, this just dinner thing. Okay, so... Jess shows Emily is Rory made Graham made Emily promise to be nice, 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 nice. Mm-hmm. And she is, she is perfectly nice to Jess. There is no, you would never think that there's any judgment. Oh yeah. 
or anything going on from Emily. But Rory is, when she sees this black guy, she's immediately mad and immediately <laughs> assumes that it was Dean. That he got in a fight with Dean. It's well, because fault. of the whole quote thing, and Jess was like, "I'm going to kill him," you know, like I'm going to beat his, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to punch him or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. obviously, Rory's going to draw that connection, and be like, "What happened?" You know, and uh, this nincompoop numbnuts is not going to just say something that happened, like just to like, I don't know, does he does he not care about her like at all? Like, <laughs> I, I I just don't understand it. Like, is this like? Are we making Jess into like a manly man that doesn't talk about his feelings ever? I mean, I mean, I think that that's that is his character, or just like things that embarrass because him. You remember when when him and Dean Dean when him and Luke were looking for an apartment? It was like, yeah, and then we'll hold hands and walk down the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So he does have that macho masculinity thing, but it's like he's also like a kid a kid who loves reading like books and. I don't know. I, there, you know, there, there's a there's an artistic side to him, so it, it makes me feel like he is somewhere in there, in touch with his feelings, and is somehow em- could could feel some sort of empathy towards what Rory might be thinking. Like, and and just to be like, it's not like it's nothing. Don't ask me about it. And you know, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. But okay, so I I do love during this whole thing that that Emily is just wonderful. Like when she, when Rory says, oh, Jess doesn't have a cell. Oh, that's great. That's so like, you know, you don't need those things, whatever. Uh, yeah. She says technology's taken over pretty soon. People want robots to take them everywhere. I was like, please robot, take me, <laughs> take me anywhere. Take me places. I would love a robot. Emily, like he shows up with a black eye and uh, just is, does not even like the only the comment she makes is, oh, is this new? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, does it hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do love this little quote, like, uh, Emily talking with, uh, Jess about eating or whatever. She says that it's a medical marvel that Lorelai and Rory keep their figure with all they eat. Jess says they should be studied. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, Walmarts are wonderful stores. We own stock. (laughs) We've never been in one. (laughs) uh, This is what Emily says. She says, uh, Rory says you're with Walmart. (laughs) Like... You know, you're with this law firm or yeah, you're with yeah. this company. Yeah. I like just saying thanks for the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yeah, so Rory talks to him in the other room and he's like, I'm trying to make a good impression, but you are making it impossible. I mean, it's true. I mean, it is both their faults. He should, he should explain what happened to his eye to ca- make her calm down. Yeah. But she should not let this take over the uh, the evening. She should let it go. If you and could just say, like, I'll tell you later. Like, that's your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you got to tell your girlfriend. Yeah. If you got a black eye, how it happened. He could just say, I'll tell you later. It's embarrassing. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, something. Because he's just like, I'm not going to talk about it. So she's like thinking it could be the worst possible situation is she, that he got into a fight with Dean and Mm -hmm. yeah. And this comes up uh, later. 
they're learning how to be a couple. He, she's used to Dean. She's used to the way things are with Dean, and the things things with her and Jess are just not that way. He's more obstinate than D- Dean. Is just kind of easy go and go with the flow, whatever Rory says. And Jess is just difficult. You can't, Jess. You can't treat Rory like Shane. <laughs> okay, it just doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's never been in an actual relationship before. Uh, he seems to act like he's very experienced or whatever, and, but uh, uh, I don't. Th- maybe he's just not. Maybe you're right. Maybe they are just trying to learn how to be a couple, and uh, he doesn't understand. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so da, 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 da. Uh, we see um, Alex. I can't ever remember his name. He doesn't look like an Alex. Alex and Lorelai and Suki and Jackson. They go to the Broadway show. It's terrible. Levitt Town. They go. Must be like a, yeah. a urine town thing. I don't know. Uh huh. They go to uh, John's in the village and have pizza, and then they write their own musical. <laughs> and okay, so the next morning when Lorelai wakes up, that that does look like a hotel room from Times Square. <laughs> uh, she calls. Rory and puts Emily on the phone and when Rory walks out, Emily just goes off mm. on Lorelai about why are you letting her date that thug? He is <laughs> this, he is that. He blah, in blah, jail. Blah. Yeah, yes. and Lorelai just starts reading the newspaper or whatever. I do like how when that phone call starts, like Lorelai immediately jumps to her own preconceptions. Emily is the one that messed everything up. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, and Rory tells her, "No, Grandma was nice, nothing but nice." And so then Lorelai thanks Emily for being so nice, yeah. and then she goes off on her. Also, also, typical Emily. Also, it's either Rory or it's or it's uh, Emily that tells Lorelai that Jess showed up with a black eye, and she says he showed up with a black eye. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we get a. We, we do have some uh, Lane and her band uh, uh, stuff going on, but the, the main point of it is that um, the band doesn't know that Lane and Dave are dating. So, or Mrs. Kim. Now, Mrs. Kim spots Dave in this car with the band, and he says, "Oh, oh!" She goes, "Who are who are all these unwashed boys?" Unwashed boys. <laughs> yeah. And so they find out that he's in that he plays Christian music. Yeah. And then Miss Lane says, "I got to." Miss Lane. Miss Kim says, I've got to warn you. Lane has a crush on you. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And then uh, the, the guy in the back seat. What's his name? Well, I know Dang one is it. Zach. I don't know what the kid with the glasses is. Okay, is. not Zach, but the other not one. Not Zach. We'll just call him not Zach. Yeah, he starts, his eyes start darting around like, I'm figuring it out. And then later on, <laughs> they're like, we figured it out. We know there's something going on. And, and it's okay Dave Rogowski, it's okay that you're a Christian. Dude, Christians can like, rock too. <laughs> they were like, we just don't make us play Creed. We're not going to play Creed. Or Amy Grant. <laughs> Amy Grant, yeah. Because <laughs> you think, oh, they figured it out. I because know. earlier, was it earlier when Lorelai was feeding them snacks? Yeah. She says, oh, because they were saying we we have all these rebellious songs. We don't have any ballads. And she how was like, could, I How figured, could you not? Yeah. Yeah, Lorelai. I, I would figure that that's all you and Lane would want to play would be love songs. Ugh. And Zach says, oh, this, this chip, something, something. He was like, wait, why why did you say that? And she has to make something up. So they're on the the track. They're on the trail. They got to keep throwing them off. And then 
Lane and Dave have devised this plan to get Dave out of town without running into Mrs. Kim again. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, Rory asks uh, Dean, like, what happened? And we have to be honest with each other if we're going to be friends. And uh, he's like, a lot of people would love to punch Jess, but it wasn't me. <laughs> And, uh, and then, yeah. Yeah. So now, so it's, she had to go to Dean to get the truth to believe, you know, she, d- she doesn't believe Jess. She has to go to Dean. Mm-hmm. What well, did he even say that it wasn't Dean though? I mean, I, I'm going to scroll no, back didn't. in my notes. Here. <laughs> no, but he said, oh, no, uh, he says it's not true, but he doesn't want to talk about it. So he does deny that it, it, it wasn't Dean, but she just doesn't okay. believe him. Because he stated earlier that he wanted to get into a fight with him. Um, also, Luke assumes that it's Dean, too. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that's when um, Jess tells Luke, I was attacked by a, a swan. He beaked me right in the eye. He, a vicious, vicious bird. <laughs> he could have blinded me. <laughs> and so he, so they, they go in the pond. Yeah. And, Take the and baster. So Luke, Luke is trying to talk to him, saying, "You know, you've got to consider her whole family. You know, it's not just her. You know, yeah. uh, he knows very well. <laughs> and you're, he's gonna, you know, you're, you're gonna cause her to push you. You're gonna push her away with all this Dean jealousy. Oh God! So, and then he starts getting this. I just don't want to be a wuss like Dean." And just have to crawl back to Rory. Like, dude, you were the one that like caused this. I mean, <laughs> I understand Rory should have trusted him a little bit more. But uh, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, they're teenagers, they're teenagers, they're teenagers. Okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway, the swan swims by peacefully and it doesn't look dangerous at all. <laughs> no. But they're definitely scared. But it was a, a reason to get... Luke and Jess in a rowboat in the middle of a pond. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Rory and Jess make up, and Jess is, is she? She's like, okay, just tell me though. And he's like, I'm, I'm worried you're going to mock me. And then he says, it was a football. And then Rory mm-hmm. says, but that's not embarrassing. And he, it, but it's dropped. So yeah, yeah. He said, next time I go to your grandmother's, I won't have a black guy. Uh, a black guy. Uh, <laughs> and then this is where. Uh, Rory was like, oh, mom, uh, I kind of told a fib. I'm kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And, but I'll let you know. Right. And there's a, yeah. The, like, tell me before it does. Right before? <laughs> no. <laughs> just, just before. And then they eat. And then Lorelai then puts her arm around Rory. And Rory puts her arm around Ro- Lorelai. Because, yeah, again, it's just like, I don't know. As a teenager, I guess it's it's a really scary thing when you start to realize that Things happen. Things are. Things might happen soon, and things might be changing. And adult stuff. And yeah. Ugh. yeah. Yeah. Face off. All right. So, John Travolta <laughs> is a cop. No, <laughs> is plays Sean Archer, and Nicholas Cage plays Caster Troy. And Caster Troy has these two golden guns. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop. The Dosies are coming to town. This is another thing that is a quick setup and send away. Uh, the the high school hockey team is going to the semifinals. First time in seventy years, something like that. Yeah, forty. It wasn't it forty years. I think it was forty years. Um, oh, oh, it was forty years because Kirk says the next time, if it's every forty years, I'll be seventy. And then he was like, 
Taylor, you'll be dead, Babette, Miss Patty. (laughs) 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 But uh, uh, I don't know why. I I don't know if it's because uh, Lorelai's grandmother was supposed to be dead that it bothers me. But every time Marion, like I don't want Marion Ross to show. I don't like her. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if. I mean, like, it's super interesting that she drives Emily crazy, that she does mm. to Emily what what uh, Emily does to Lorelai. Like, that's so, that uh, dynamic is super interesting, but. that she causes Emily <laughs> to be different. But, I don't know, I don't like the character of, gran- of the great-grandmother, of the grandmother. Yeah, I'm, you know, maybe after this she'll grow a little bit. Okay, th- th- this is the... This is the purple tracksuit episode, right? Yes. All right, all right. Emily never really appreciated the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're eating small bites really fast. You should eat bigger bites at regular speed. <laughs> You're giving us away. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Rory and Lorelai have plans. Yeah. They want to go on dates after Friday night dinner. And uh, big Lorelai <laughs> is coming to stay because she's having her floors done. <laughs> I call and her she tricks. sends over her mattress because Emily's mattresses aren't good enough, and Emily's uh, bath towels aren't good enough. I forgot that she was Lorelai. I just, I just call her Tricks or Grand. Um, yeah. I forget also, that she's that's the third really Lorelei. gross. That's just gross to me that he calls her a, a nickname. Like tricks. call your mother, mother. <laughs> it seems like all old fashioned, you know, very old fashioned to, to say oh, Tricks. You know. I guess so. I guess that's a, uh, that's a rich person thing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, Jess doesn't call, and he never calls, and Rory cleans out her computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean always called. Dean, always Dean, calls. Dean was a very good first boyfriend, and Rory is spoiled. Yes, Lorelai says that uh, Dean spoiled her, like because you don't have that as your first boyfriend, and she s- compares her to like one of her first boyfriends who was who was terrible. So, yeah, every guy is different. Try to sell her a dime bag at Sadie Hopkins. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Luke's irritated about the hockey. Of course, any sort of town activity Luke is irritated about. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little, also a little bit of jealousy because he was a big track and field guy and nobody made a fuss over that. Um, Rory oh, – oh, Lorelai has to fill in Jess about why Rory is mad at him now. And it's because he never called. But his excuse is like, oh, I didn't get out of work till midnight. And uh, and Lorelai's like, well, you don't you don't get any breaks. Like you couldn't just take a second to call her. And uh, and it's just like he's like he's just kind of like I shouldn't have to or whatever. And again, I just I'm, I'm I'm so annoyed with him in this relationship at this point because uh, you know it's like a swan. It's like I don't have to explain myself to her. Well, actually, yeah, <laughs> you do. It can't all be mystery, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what she liked about him in the first place, was that he kept her guessing. But now that the <laughs> now that they're in a relationship, this is super annoying because she doesn't know what to expect. Um, leftovers, uh, season two theme song, "Let the Mystery Be." Okay, that's I, I want to play that for Jess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the plan, Mrs. Ke- oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Mrs. Kim has it set up for Young Chu to take a. Uh, Lane to the hockey game, and when he does take her out out the door, it kills Dave. Dave is so jealous. Mm. Yeah, but they do have a plan. 
because Yun Chu is in love with, w- w- by the way, Netflix subtitles are just the worst. Um, they just kept subtitle. Anytime somebody said Yun Chu, like they spelled Yun like young, like the word young, Y-O-U-N-G. Like it was like a nickname, like Young Chu, like there's an old Chu as his father or something. <laughs> like, ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Young Chu is uh, actually in, in love with a girl named Karen. Who I'm, I'm assuming is a you know a blonde upper crust girl who always oh, no, has she's problems Japanese. with uh, management. No, really? Yeah, they said, they, they said she's Japanese. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I just hear Karen, and I think I'd like to speak to a manager, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen. Um, oh yeah, it is Young Chu. What are you talking about? I I was saying Y O U N G C H O O Young Chu. It is okay. I just looked C-H-O-O? up. C H O O. Yeah, I don't know. That was that's the lazy way. But it is young. Y O U N G. Chu C H U I. That's how probably be that's how Korean ne- way. That's how Netflix uh, uh, spelled it. Like okay, not not old but young, right? Right. That doesn't make any sense. That's not a name. <sighs> it's like why he's he's either Y Y U N or it's Y U N G. He can't possibly be the adjective young as his first name. I mean, it could be. I think <laughs> subtitles and IMDb got it wrong. For some, But for some reason, I knew that it was Y-O-U-N-G. That's so weird. Why would they do Unless that? Unless I just guessed correctly. All right. Let me just type in to, to Google, is young a name? <laughs> Y-O-U-N-G, is young a name? <laughs> because Google knows everything. Google will tell me. It's better than waiting for Siri. Oh, young is a surname, but... Uh, okay, it's got several origins, particularly in England, Northern Ireland, and Scotland. <laughs> um, oh, come on, Google machine. Yeah. In yet other cases, it's a romanization of Chinese Yang. Yeah, it might be. It might be one of these cases where, when he went to school, uh, the school didn't like. I don't know. You know, sometimes like I knew this guy named Brada, and he changed his name to Brad just because it just was easier. Because America, you know, it was just because you know, because white people. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, disregard everything I just said. Uh, I was looking up the surname. Uh, okay, so Young is ranked as the 798th most popular given name in the United States. The name okay. is most often used as a last name. <laughs> All right, come on. Uh, For some reason, I knew it was Y-O-U-N-G. I don't know. Is it one of those? It, is it one of those things where, like, perhaps you know how, like, you know, I'm so terribly American, but you know how, like, some Chinese. Japanese names are reversed, like they yes. say their first, like their last name their first. Last name first, right? Okay, but I don't know about I don't know about Korea, uh, but I know uh, uh, yeah. China. China, yes, like uh, part, uh, like Wong Kar Wai, mm-hmm. like Wong is, yeah, yeah. Like you can see their names in different contexts in different arrangements. All right, well. Anyway, I do have a I do have a friend whose sister got married to a guy named uh, uh, who I won't tell his full name, but his last name was Young. It was Y E U N G, 
Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, he had a regular American first name, so he was just like, you know, yada, yada, you know, Billy Bob Young. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe they, I'm, I'm thinking it's more of a thing where they reversed it or something. I don't know. It could have happened, like, years ago. Smarter people, please let us know. <laughs> people who know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. All right, so oh, we we do we do have this whole thing where uh, Taylor is trying to do an itinerary for his family, and he's got an older brother named Doug, who really like like he's he's a he's a manly man. He's definitely a more gruff individual, like, and uh, basically tells him to go back to his store and count his peaches. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do what we want, uh. and. Uh, that's about it for that plot line, right? That, that doesn't have any sort of payoff, does it? Any more nope. dozy stuff? No. Nope. Okay. Um, what's next? Uh, Emily needs a slide projector. She's yeah. She got sent out of her house for things for the party, things that she already has, but she needs to get better versions of, like Egyptian cotton. This and you know, highball glasses mm-hmm. or something. Uh, and a slide projector and Lori Light says she's going to I mean help. like Emily Emily is very upset she's like almost crying yeah because she's being so mistreated that you know just sent out of your own house to go run some errands you know things that you have particularly you know just fine versions of you know like nothing's nothing is uh, good enough for this woman yes you're being bullied and you you can't go to your husband because this is your husband's precious tricks. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the whole thing where you know Lorelai says she'll get her the side projector. Uh, Emily says that she's grateful, and Lorelai wants to like re- record that. <laughs> we get the tape recorder. Uh, so Mrs. Kim gives Dave fifty uh, the band a fifteen minute break, and Dave runs to the hockey arena to see Elaine, mm-hmm. and then le- leaves and runs back. Runs like. A mile. Two two things that happened before that I want to mention. I know we want to extend things, but um, I like the whole mention to Mrs. Kim. Mrs. Kim to Dave, like no tambourine next time. Bring one, <laughs> and then she takes a photo of uh, Lane and uh, Young. <laughs> Young, young Chu, and they're and, smiling, and she tells them not to smile. No this is for your grandchildren. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Oh, Rory's waiting by the phone. Lorelai tells her to get out and go to the hockey game. Who, if he calls, who cares? And uh, yeah, that's my girl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So Emily comes home and sees Trix kissing a man in a purple leisure suit, or not even a le- not even a leisure suit, like a like an wasn't it like an athletic suit? Like a track suit. Track suit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, when Emily... Okay. Hold on, folks. Uh, sometimes people come in and talk to us during our podcast. They don't respect the fact that we need to talk about Gilmore Girls uninterrupted. It, trust me, I'm probably going to have a young child walk in here. I'm saying, like, that's not her name, young child. Um, uh, her name is probably either Isabel or uh, Juliet. Um, one of them will walk in here and start talking to me. The same way, so uh, just kind of killing time because I hate to edit and I just could. Okay. Oh, All right. oh, sorry. Sorry. Back. Steps, steps back, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, Emily okay. slips out. And she's like, "Oh my." She yeah, she's so embarrassed. Yeah, when she's telling Lorelai about it later, she says, "You know, the track suit around." She's. I, I expect you to say that him and Polly are going to the Bada Bing later or something <laughs> like that. Some, some uh, uh, soprano, soprano reference. Yeah. Reference. <laughs> 
so yeah, like you said, Dave runs to the hockey game. Uh, I did want to say that this is one thing that isn't really shown, like isn't really paid too much attention to. It's like a quick thing, but like right at the beginning of the scene, the Star Spangled Banner is playing, and everybody, well, you know, it's Babette and uh, Miss Patty singing, right? And uh, and there's this just quick moment of it shows Young Chu on the phone during the Star Spangled Banner and just Taylor shooting him daggers. <laughs> oh, how dare he! Uh, trust me, if you're in a public event with the Star Spangled Banner, you do not do anything other than enjoy that song and enjoy patriotism, USA. All right. Uh, Forced patriotism. <laughs> yeah, it's like because nothing, nothing's more patriotic than being forced to be patriotic. Right, right, right. Imagine if Young Chu knelt during it. Oh my god. Um, oh, Rory is uh, uh, impressed that there's actually ice in this place, and Lane asks why she's here. And she says she's hockeying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, Rory really likes the uh, junk food. And she likes uh, seeing Kirk make an idiot out of himself in front of a lot of people. He doesn't know the terminology. Right. He's calling the wrong plays. and he, he, Oh, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, Let's Get Ready to Rumble starts it off. Uh, and it's just the color calling of it is just terrible. Uh, he doesn't even know. He gets, he gets, he gets yelled at because he called the puck a ball at one point. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Dean comes up and says, you know, not me, but there's some people. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Rory and Lane, they run into Lindsay. Lindsay! Yeah, and Lindsay's like all awkward and we acting weird. And Rory's just like, you know, yeah, she's a nice person. Good for you, Dean. Go get yeah. him. Go get yeah, and him. then later on, she sees why she was acting awkward because... Her and Dean are dating. She she's a CW person. She yes. was in. This is Ariel Kebble. I never knew her name. She was in Vampire Diaries. Yes, she was like uh, Stefan's. Like I'm like, was it like the girl that he was with before? Or like I mean, he loved. He was, a, he was he like was good friends with her. Yeah, they were like best. Lexi, that's what her name is. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm looking at her IMDb. She's only in like nine episodes, but like every, oh. every time she shows up, it's like, hey, it's Lexi. You know, like, and I, I seems like I she always, was around a lot more than that. Yeah, I when I watched that show, I always felt like, oh, why doesn't she like get to join the cast? I don't know. She seems like a cool character. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently about to appear in Lincoln Rhyme Hunt for the Bo- Bone Collector uh, show. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and was just in Grand Hotel, in Ballers, in Midnight, Texas. Oh, all these shows. Did Midnight, Texas get canceled? Uh, I have no idea. I'm just looking at her uh, IMDb. Yeah. I know uh, Grand Ballroom did. Grand Ballroom. Grand Hotel. Grand my Hotel. Mother, my mother liked that show. Oh, well, we had a friend of the iZombie pod, uh, um, uh, Sarah Saidi uh, writing for it, so I was oh. I was definitely uh, rooting for it. Ariel Kebble was also with uh, Jesse Metcalf and Ashanti in uh, John Tucker Must Die. Oh, that's a good baby. Ooh, Penn Badgley is also in that movie too. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, 
yeah, so I was very happy to see her. I definitely didn't look close enough at Ariel Kebbell's IMDb to see how many episodes she was in. But I'm sure since she is always a delight when we see when we see her in shows, um, she'll probably only be here for this episode, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> since we lock her. Uh, Rory also finds out that uh, the folks at Stars Hollow High think Rory's a snob because she went off to Chilton. <laughs> Well, it could be a possibility. Uh-huh. That could be why Lindsay was acting so weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So Rory, say, oh, Rory says they're winning, but our side has the best insults, especially Babette. I just like, <laughs> oh, I love the, you know, it's like the little coloring that they add. Like you just hear about this stuff and it's just like, that's perfect, you know. Um, sometimes I get mad and I want to see it, but, uh, that's, that's just great. I could just imagine Babette like screaming. Um, so, uh, Jess shows up at the house and Lorelai hassles him and, uh, he's like, Rory does, Rory knows I don't live by my, live by a schedule. Mm -mm. Um, sorry. Uh, oh yeah. Lane apologizes when, when. Rory finds out about Lindsay like like she should have known that and like my like my intelligence game is terrible or something like that like yeah I should have been your eyes and ears yeah. <laughs> at school to let you know what's going on and and Lori's Lori Rory's like I, well I know now and then after the hockey game they Dean and Rory chit chat a little bit you know how how's it you know um, How's it going with you and Jess? Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then after about everybody's gone, Rory calls Jess and leaves a message on his answering machine. You know, I just, <laughs> you know, we got to have a plan and this and that. Oh, by the way, this this message is for Jess. <laughs> what, case- yeah, what is later? <laughs> you know, like, I'll see you later. What is later? <laughs> I like being spoiled. <laughs> this is the last time I'm going to sit around. Yeah. It's that's I don't feel like that's too much to you know yeah. somebody a guy saying well this is just my nature well I'm sorry you're in a relationship now that's not good enough thank you just because that's your nature doesn't mean that you're not you, that I don't deserve the courtesy of knowing what to expect so she walks out of the rink and sees um, uh, Jess trying just to pull a, a, a you know a Jake from Sixteen Candles thing. Um, mm-hmm. And says he'd been standing in line for a long time to get them concert tickets for the distillers. And uh, and we should probably get going. Just like, here's my excuse. This is what happened. This, you know, you are, you are, uh, like, am I, am I seeing this wrong? It's like, Jess goes to, goes to the um, Lorelai's. No, no, I am seeing this wrong because maybe he had the tickets when he went to see Rory at her house and she wasn't there. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, I just hate this idea of like... I bought you tickets. You shouldn't be mad at me. I don't have to apologize. You should just not be mad at me because I bought you tickets. Also, I'm not going to ask if you had any plans. Let's go. This is what we're doing right now. What the mm-hmm. what the hell is that? Ugh. And then she's like, when, and she's won over by it. And she says, when you get home, erase your message, erase your messages. I'm just like, mm-hmm. girl, you had a great point there. That like, like, I don't know. I think he still should have heard it. You know? Yeah. Maybe even in person. Like, here's a sneak preview of what you were gonna hear. <laughs> like, uh. Anyway, uh, Emily. 
as much as Lorelai tries to keep her from blurting it out, she finally, after singing Love in the Afternoon, <laughs> she finally blurts out um, that uh, uh, trick. She saw her kissing a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they make up because, you know, Trix is mortified and ends up going to bed with a washcloth over her eyes. And and then, you know, they have this moment where Trix is talking about, like, you know, the marriage that she had was, you know, that's that's the person she married, that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, a woman should marry one person. Right. And then she met Gabe years ago. He became my companion. And you've, you know, the, now now he, he and I are both humiliated. And... um and then you know, luckily, like Emily's, like, yeah, I like, I feel bad, but here's here's something else, like you know, I have pride too. You humiliate me as well, and I get lonely as I get lonely too. Richard travels all the time, so it's it's for the a one one sweet moment they <laughs> they are on the same page and they're understanding each other. But uh, um, Trick sends her to get to make some tea. They're gonna have tea. It's gonna be amazing. But then Trick sends a maid down to make sure that she makes the tea correctly. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then the tea's too hot. <laughs> uh, I do oh, love Richard's already. reaction, though. You think that he looks like he's like going to be really upset about it, and all of a sudden he just starts bursting out laughing. <laughs> Purple tracksuit. I guess I got a new daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 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 Laura says mm-hmm. uh, two for one breakdowns in the Gilmore house. <laughs> Okay, so back at home, Rory does not tell her mother that she went out with Jess after the hockey game. So my question at the end of this episode is, is this Rory's pride or did she sleep with Jess? Oh. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> she would have told her mother. I'm I'm hoping she did. And, uh, you know, we find out in the next episode, you know, if unless she's lying to Paris, she didn't sleep with Jess. So I guess we come back to it. Like Rory, I feel like Rory being, you know, big upped by uh, Lorelai, go out, be your own person, screw him, you know, you you need to do what you want to do. And, you know, if he's treating you awful, you know, don't put up with it. And so she's kind of pretending that she went along with that idea and, you know, doesn't say anything about going to a concert with uh, yeah, Jess. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. And, and she just, and yeah, she goes to the bedroom and... You know, it doesn't look like she's very happy. She didn't have a. It doesn't look like she feels good about herself, which just makes me. I mean, she's she's a perfect angel, and I don't understand how anybody could be mean to her, or you know. And and if anybody makes her sad, I want to I want to break their faces. I'm I'm, I'm very Luke like in that way. Anyway. <laughs> yes, but she's not a perfect angel. She does deserve some things that she gets. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, after the whole Dean Jess, you know, I, I am glad that we've got some like real big like bumps in the road like immediately. You know, it isn't just all mm-hmm. love and wine and roses or whatever. <laughs> easy laugh, easy, easy peasy. The perfect one. We found each other. We're so happy together. We understand each other. It's the best thing. Like she ended up throwing away uh, a guy that. You know, she obviously fell out of love with and fell for another guy, but like she ended up, you know, taking a chance on this and she's not very happy. And, uh, 
I say good. And good for you, Dean, for dating Ariel Kebble. <laughs> <laughs> on to the big one. Oh, All right. so first, out of the debate, out of the out of the first scene, Lorelai, um, before we have Kirk show up, it is uh, Lorelai reading uh, a book called I'm With the Band, Confessions of a Groupie. Did you notice that? No. That book is by Pamela Desbaris, or Debert. Mm-hmm. Debert. Uh, she was a famous groupie. Uh, mm-hmm. She spent a lot of time in the 60s and the 70s um, uh, hanging out with bands. Uh, she apparently was like Frank Zappa's nanny. She had relationships with Jimmy Page and Don Johnson, uh, Mick Jagger. Uh, she uh, – and, and, you know, around the time Almost Famous came out, there was a bit of, uh, you know, untrue talk about like that she was – Who that was based Penny, on. Yeah, Penny Lane was based on her. Where actually it turned out that, it, you know, uh, she wasn't. <laughs> she was based on somebody else from Cameron Crowe's life. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the, she, uh, she does later fall in love and marry Michael Desperis, or Debert, who is an English glam rocker we just talked about. <laughs> oh! So, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is if uh, Amy Sherman Palladino... Is like friends with the the De Bears, but we had Mike uh, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle played by Michael De, De Bears, uh, the one of the dinner guests for people mm-hmm. who don't remember uh, last week, and uh, and now we have Lorelai reading about his wife Pamela. <laughs> well, that's a neat Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, wait, wait, that's that's the whole okay. And it also feels just like a book Lorelai would want to read. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> You know, with her bunny ranch t-shirt. <laughs> yes, yes. So Kirk is the postman. So, okay. Are we to assume that Kirk has all these jobs or is being constantly fired from jobs before being yeah. terrible at them? And, probably. You know, getting yeah, probably fired. Okay. All right. Because, yeah, he is. This, is. this is a lot of stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, and the way he handles the mail Ugh. He's supposed to sort it Before he gets started Like, that's the way everybody does it That's what he's supposed to do But he's gonna do it his way Right And ends up messing it up Yeah, he finds out uh, He finds a piece of mail for himself as well <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Luke has new menus And Lorelai He is menu whipped Yes <laughs> They're plastic covered. They've got three salads more. The Monte Cristo is missing. Uh, the Rory, Rory and the Lorelai morning meal menu was pretty funny. Yes, because Lorelai had scribbled uh, notes in the margins, and it was comforting to have those old menus. And they never ordered the count of Monte Cristo. Just, just, uh, just Monte Cristo. <laughs> Monte Cristo. Okay, that's how I was trying to remember it. The count of Monte Cristo. They never ordered the Monte Cristo sandwich, but they liked the idea that they could. They, you know, just uh, they considered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good actual reference because maybe they are making us uh, a um, reference to the Count of Monte Cristo, as if they took, you know, their, their tr- the symbolism of taking one of their characters and then just throwing them down into a dark pit and forgetting about him, and then deciding to uh, uh, revive him uh, three years mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, uh, we go to Chilton, and uh, uh, 
I don't know what she was saying, but Louise showing off her uh, hickey was pretty funny. Those hickeys. Ugh. So gross. <laughs> so fun doing them and getting them, but, you know, so gross to look at on other people. Mm-hmm. It's the bicentennial of Chilton, and for some reason, C-SPAN is going to come to this high school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. The, I mean, Chilton must have some some sort of pull, no matter what Paris says later. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of uh, powerful alumni. Mm-hmm. Brad is back from his stint on Broadway, where, where the we? New York oh, what? Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Where the New York Times called him witting, wittingly naive. Wittingly naive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has a new confidence. Paris tries her best to, sh- to shake his confidence. What is up? What is up with this, by the way? Like t- we did this last season. Brad showed up again. Here he is again. I've got some new confidence. Paris will never get under my skin. <laughs> like, is this going to be like a yearly event? Brad coming back from something? And I guess so. Also, Into the Woods is one of the worst <laughs> musicals. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry to any Into the Woods stand <laughs> or fan or whatever you want to call yourself. Um, it just the da 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 like every song da 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 da. And when Paris started kind of like humming bars to it and 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 singing some lyrics to it, I'm like, oh, it's like nails on the chalkboard to me. It really is because my oldest was uh was in the it's the Woods musical not once but twice. And then we also went to see the Into the Woods uh movie uh together. Uh, with the fabulous James Gordon, Corden. Um, <laughs> just kidding. We were talking about him on Facebook, and apparently sorry, he's the worst. He's the worst. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, yeah, the producers joke. Uh, I, Nathan Lane apparently was in Into the Woods, and uh, uh, Brad says that he is difficult. So, is he, or was that a ironic joke? Oh, I don't know. I just wrote down Nathan Lane is difficult, so I assumed I'd take him at his word. I don't know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> of course, my notes are terrible. Uh, I wrote down Louise bothered that Brad didn't keep the makeout. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the makeup, the makeup that he had. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, did you keep your costumes and makeup? Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, Paris uh, Rory doesn't want to enter this contest, but Paris challenges her, so now she's going to. All right, so next Yeah, scene. Rory would be fine if these people would just leave her alone. Like <laughs> yes. This episode and the episode with, with uh, Francie. Yeah. Next scene. Hey, it's James Gunn. <laughs> Did you see? Did you not see? No. Yeah, James Gunn. He's standing there what? in the tux. He's like the sommelier. He even had the big, you know, the spiky James Gunn hair and the glasses. Where? When? What? In the, in the scene where everybody sends, they sent back Sookie's food. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see. I know that they're all standing around like whispering behind her because people have sent back the food and Suki just cannot understand this. And they're whispering, they're telling Lorelai, yeah, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and like, what's wrong? Well, yeah, last week I had a bug, but I'm fine now. And then, so Lorelai comes out of the kitchen, is talking to Rory. Rory. Rory is talking about, you know, entering this speech contest. And then it just domes on Lorelai and Suki both at the same time. And they run toward each other and <laughs> squee and scream and hug. She's pregnant. Like, they figured it out. Oh, that was so cute. That It was very surprising. <laughs> I, I, yes. Like, was there any sort of setup that that was actually coming. I, I, I almost felt like no. rewatching the scene to me. Like, did I miss something? Like all of a sudden they're like, you're pregnant. 
<laughs> yeah, her taste is off. Because that's how everybody finds out they're pregnant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little uh, confused by that myself, but I figured it was just because I was like, I'm a guy and I don't know everything. No. It's one of those TV things. And people on television find out they're pregnant through stupid, weird things. Mm. When in real life, everybody else finds out they're pregnant because they don't get a period. Oh, I can't believe you said that word. Um, I know. I know. It's <laughs> socially unacceptable. I hope our podcast isn't marked explicit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no. It's kind of like breastfeeding. Uh. I'm looking at the uh, IMDb credits, and James Gunn is not listed here as even uncredited. But I am telling you, that was him in the tux. Uh, I'm looking in the trivia section of IMDb. I'm, I'm afraid of running into anything else. I'm just scanning for the words James Gunn. Maybe nope. he doesn't want to, uh, you know, doesn't want to admit that he did a cameo, or I mean, not a cameo, a, a, a what do you call it? A crap. I would call it a cameo. A uh, just background extra. Yeah, I don't know why not. It's Sean Gunn is his brother. Like, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Since I'm in the trivia section at IMDb, uh, apparently the actor that plays Brad was actually in the Broadway cast of Into the Woods. Ah, that's cool. Uh, so that's why he wasn't on the show. Also, uh, in an earlier episode of this season, uh, Rory calls Lorelai Pamela DeBerry's after Zach hits on her. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. There's Sorry, I'm looking in trivia to see if it's in here under his trivia. Blech. Under whose trivia? James Gunn's? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, while you're looking at it, so Rory comes in and tries to take a bite, and, like, I love how everybody in the kitchen like, no! <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lorelai says, oh, I'll be glad you're loved. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, uh, Rory, um, talks with Lorelai about working on her speech and skills. That's funny. Um, oh yeah, this is, that's the whole thing where they find out, uh, Sookie's pregnant. Okay, so... Paris trying to psych everybody out. That looks more more than 4,000 words. Oh, there shouldn't be anything on the stage to trip over this time. <laughs> uh, and then Rory tries to psych Paris out, and it really doesn't it doesn't work. But it's a good psych out. Like, your speech must suck if you're trying to psych everybody else out. Yeah, I mean, she's got a point there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sookie tried to tell... Jackson. She had an incident with the champagne first, so we had to go through. <laughs> and uh, and as soon as she told Jackson, he went off and grabbed a calculator. And oh boy. says, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Kirk nearly gets beaten by Dean and the rest of the patrons of Deuces with the mail all over the floor. Because everybody wants mm-hmm. to just pick out their mail, and Kirk's like, no. And then finally... You can't do that. It's against the law. <laughs> finally, everybody just dives in. Lorelai is in there to get non-drowsy uh, allergy medicine, but they're out, so she has to go stop in Hartford at a pharmacy, and that's when she runs into Max Medina. I Max typed in Medina. giant capital letters, what? <laughs> I am sorry, but I was very happy to see Billy Burke show up on the show as Alex. Seems like a good guy. Seems like a perfect fit for Lorelai, but of course, of course, something has got to happen to derail it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, 
Um, so he's yeah he's he's been in Stanford working at Stanford, you know, having a great time. He's back for the bicentennial. So she runs into him later at the bicentennial, and there, uh, she takes him into a classroom and says, "You know, we haven't had closure. I just want to apologize. We never really talked about it." And we're like, "Yeah, we know. We didn't see you talk about it." <laughs> uh, and he says, "You know, we don't need closure. It's fine. I'm fine." If we got married, you know, he said, you just didn't want to marry me. You didn't love me. She said, no, I did love you, but I just didn't want to live with you. (laughs) Sometimes we love people, but don't want to live with them. And he says, if we had gotten married, I wouldn't have been able to go off to Stanford and teach. And that was a great experience. So he's okay. He's fine. I do love that. They do acknowledge. It's like, yeah, like we didn't talk about it. They did not talk about it. She just drove off. And again, like throughout this podcast, I've been like, you know, at least, you know, post that whole episode. Um, mm-hmm. We need closure. We need closure. And I think it was like you, would, you would assume that there was some sort of phone call or something that we just didn't see. It wasn't on mm-hmm. camera. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something they wanted to show. And I was kind of frustrated with that because it's like, what, why? <laughs> and, uh, and I'm glad to see that, uh, uh, they they comment on this and that it wasn't any sort of off camera, an off screen discussion. They really didn't talk. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, you know, watching the marvelous Miss Maisel, I get the I get like a flashback of Gilmore Girls when it comes to how the men are treated. Mm. Relationships in Amy Sherman Palladino's shows. I mean, I know that spoilers for marvelous Miss Maisel. Her husband cheats on her, but mm. she goes. Back, I mean, she doesn't go back to him. She sort of, she has to kind of keep him in her life. But yeah. like, it just reminds me of Lorelai. How not that she mistreats the guys, but I just feel sorry for the guys the way that they are treated in Amy Sherman Palladino shows. And he's white, right? Hmm? He's white, right? The he's, his, is he white? Caucasian? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every show, the white guys always get the short end of the stick. I cannot deal with it. Anyway. Poor uh, white man. <laughs> poor white man. <laughs> I mean, you know, everything is about white male rage. <laughs> Did you see Saturday Night Live? Oh, no, I know I did it, but. <laughs> watch, watch the, okay, look up Saturday Night Live, the uh, weekend report mm. to see the song about the Oscars. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. I am trying desperately to catch up on all sorts of Oscar stuff. I. Sent you an email, by the way. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. Thank okay, you. Good. Yeah. One day I'll have time to look at that. Okay. And to do all these pools, these awards pools. <laughs> anyway, uh, I do love the, the whole thing. Lorelai says that watching C-SPAN is like watching the men's warehouse security <laughs> camera. <laughs> that was great. Even though Richard is just like, oh, my God, it's the best, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, Jackson, I just – like I, I – I, the whole thing where he's like driving seven miles per hour with this wild look in his eye. He's he's like, uh, I'm going to get a haircut. Jiggle, doesn't want to jiggle the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, we're going to buy a tie. We're going to work. I'm going to get this. Take care of the expansion. Like what? What expansion is he yeah. talking about? I don't gotta, know. <laughs> got to sell the truck. Yeah. Buy a minivan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you understand. This is Jackson. He worries to the extreme. He's worried. He's too worried. To say, I'm so happy. <laughs> he jumps out of the porch with the cleaver and they're both like, ah! <laughs> He's like, look at this! What if a baby falls on it? 
<laughs> Jackson cracks me up. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy Jackson. I, I tell my girls all the time, I worry so you don't have to. <laughs> so if I seem a little <laughs> off, <laughs> it's because I'm doing the worrying. Uh, so, uh, um, Oh, Tradmaster Charleston calls yes. and puts uh, Rory and Paris on a three-way call and says, you know, I'm the headmaster. I can change the rules. I was so impressed by mm. both of your speeches that you're going to do a joint speech. You're going to put your speeches together and present it uh, at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I'm the boss. I get to do these things. And then it doesn't make any sense. But he hangs up, and those two are still on the phone together. <laughs> and there's no, like, yeah, I was waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, Charles to be like, I'm still on the phone, ladies. <laughs> there's something <laughs> like that. But, uh, yeah, they have to, They, you know, she Paris knows what's up, you know, because they, they had to talk to Charleston before about, you know, getting along. And, uh, and so uh, she tries to tell Rory to drop out. It's more important to her. But Rory's like, I like C-SPAN too. Ask my mom. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. <laughs> so they make plans to call each other. And like the very next scene, it's like parents walking Knocking in Rory's door. door. <laughs> yeah. doing, it, doing it over the phone is ridiculous. And then we find out that she's got The real reason. Yeah. Yeah. The real reason she's there is she's got something to, <laughs> to discuss. I slept with Jamie, Jamie. When? Last night after we talked. Was it something I said? <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, and just Rory, immediate panic, like, gets up, has to get water immediately while Paris, like, walks behind her and, like, starts going through all the, the checklist in her mind of, like, how yeah. it happened, how she should feel about it. And then they're back in the bedroom. And, I, yeah, this wonderful moment with Lorelai eavesdropping and getting to hear, you know, Rory saying that she never slept with Dean and she's not sleeping with Jess. And, but Paris thinks... Uh, you know, in a relationship, sex is inevitable, and uh, and that you know, it, you know, it'll eventually happen for her or whatever. And Rory's like, I'm not sure about that. You know, I'm not sure when the right right time is. And uh, so, you know, they've gotten pretty close with this this discussion, and then Paris actually apologizes to her um, because, yeah, that whole argument was nonsense, and I'm so glad it's over. Um, but yeah, Lorelai tells Rory that she's going to take her shopping and then says under her breath, I've got the good kid. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. She's an angel. Little bookworm. Perfect Rory. Mm-hmm. So, da, 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 da. Um, oh yeah. And that's when Max and Lorelai talk, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Rory is panicked because Paris is late. For the speech, and she comes in wearing the same clothes she was wearing the day before, looking just just in shock, like like Tom Hanks at the end of Captain Phillips. Oh my god, that's a great reference. (laughs) Like like great acting. Uh Yeah, just the hair sticking all over the all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Rory tries to continue the speech, start the speech, and just keeps going on without her. And then Paris finally talks, and she says that all she thought of was children, believed it would get her where she wanted to go, Harvard. And after four years of slipping away, she got a rejection letter. Who in the world deserves to go to Harvard more than me? And then she says, I had sex, but I'm not going to Harvard. I've had sex, and I'm being punished. She hasn't had sex, so she'll probably go. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Maria's trying to go on stage. Yeah, she says, I got the small envelope. I didn't get the big envelope. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was that was heartbreaking. Oh. So so Im- humiliating and oh god. So Rory's not going to Harvard, right? I mean, unless they really want to like they're like, well, they work with Lane having her in a different different school and keeping up a friendship with uh Rory, but I don't know. Distances to college is a little different, you know, and we want to have Paris on the show. So unless there's some sort of like, you know, she gets to go to a school that's nearby Rory or they both go to a local school so they can both be near Stars Hollow, which is definitely what's going to happen, right? (laughs) Anyway, uh, I love the extra bit where we go to the audience and everybody's shocked and we're panning over and we see Richard's falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And then later it's just like, you did a wonderful job. (laughs) <laughs> or, or actually says tells Lorelai that Rory did a, a wonderful job and then gives her an envelope. And I love Lorelai's, hey, how about my finder's fee? <laughs> yeah, that's but, a typical um, dad thing. Just mm-hmm. you, Everything is solved with an envelope full of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, Paris is beating herself up and Rory gets to really be there for her. And I, I, I do love that. And uh, Yeah. Um, after all the trouble this sex thing has caused me, I had better have been good <laughs> because she's worried that Jamie's not going to love her now that she's not going to Harvard, which gosh, we don't know much about Jamie, but, um, he seemed to have fallen for her really, really. Yeah. Deeply, I mean, so I can't if, imagine if a college guy, he goes to Princeton. If a college yeah. guy is still interested in a girl that if he's interested in a girl that's still in high school, like he really loves her. Yeah. Officer, <laughs> I heard him. We don't want to wait. <laughs> The reason why I'm dating this freshman <laughs> is because I'm really in love with her. I'm sorry. I'm from I'm from the South. That's how we do things around here. No, honestly, I don't care if she goes to Harvard. Uh, so, yeah, Lorelai and Max uh, bump into each other in the coat room and then end up kissing. And Max says, apparently, I'm not over it. Mm. Rolls, uh, Robin rolls eyes. <laughs> Let's add a frustrated moan <laughs> because I, I don't know. I'm got I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of done with Max. I'm, I'm okay with Alex because Alex seems to have a great, you know, uh, relationship with Lorelai, what we've seen of it. He's, he's nice to Rory. Um, he likes coffee. He's very much in the coffee, but like, ugh. Uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, uh, Sookie gets, finally gets her, her moment that she's been waiting for, which is Jackson in the wrestling PJs again, uh, <laughs> finally getting to tell her how happy he is. And then he decides to start reading statistics about knives, but that doesn't bother her because, you know, that, you know, she, he finally says that he's happy and it's not just all worry, you know? Um, so, uh, Lorelai... Tells Rory about Max and uh, Rory wonders, what about Alex? And I'm like, yeah. And Luke. <laughs> All of them. God, can't keep up. Um, so, yeah, they get the mailbox. There's a bunch of thick envelopes for Rory. I love that Rory, Lorelai says that you must be like the biggest version <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Three big envelopes. And she says, which one will you choose? And... Uh, uh, this credits. I mean, like, I'm really sad. Like, I, I said, I said to my wife after we finished the episode, I was like, they didn't say that it was Harvard, and I, she pointed out that maybe the whole 
looks like Paris is right, you, you know, you must be the biggest virgin in the world, was an mm-hmm. indication that one of those was from Harvard. Yeah. I mean, she gets three envelopes. You feel, I feel, I can't remember, but I feel certain that it's Harvard, Yale, and Princeton or Stanford or what, mm-hmm. you know, it's the mm-hmm. big, it's the big colleges. Yeah. Oh, so. She'll have to choose. Oh my God. I forgot that she went out with John Hamm this year too. And he was apparently boring. <laughs> what? what is going on? Oh no. Uh, I don't know. We, we've got a lot of Lorelai dating life this season and it is really a whirlwind to keep up with. And perhaps we might finally get her and Luke together at the end of the season. Just you, not you for good. So? Not for good. They're going to make a go of it. Season finale. Okay. All right. We're, we're, we're headed towards there. We don't, we only have a few more left. Let's see. Next week will be a tale of pose and fire. Pose? Like a... I'm going to, I'm going to spell it for you. P-O-E-S. Pose. Oh man. You know, like Edgar, Edgar Allen. Allen. Yeah. Pose and fire. Okay. Wow. I am a, my prediction is somebody's, the, the, the library burns down. What library? I don't know. Um, oh, is it the bookstore that used to, has a movie theater in it? No, we can't have a, a fire in the, right in the middle of Stars Hollow. It's got to be like the like the Chilton Library. Okay, I'm just going to, yeah. Library Okay. Fire. All right. Happy birthday, baby. Oh, well, I mean, the baby was already born. Baby Gigi. Baby, Gil, baby Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, it'd be nice to have another Rory birthday party where everybody in Stars Hollow shows up and is super nice. Mm-hmm. But, um, whoa, whoa, could Sookie have this baby? Could we advance the timeline? No. That quickly? No, that can't possibly. Two episodes? No way. Um, I was just trying to think of who else. Uh, happy birthday, baby. Hmm. Uh, okay, I got to make a prediction. I just had a wild one fly into my head and it's probably not right. What? But, um, I'm just thinking of who different people that could have birth, birthdays and could it be Jess's birthday and his mom finally shows up in Stars Hollow and calls him baby and it annoys him. So there you go. Okay. Predictions. Right. It's Jess's birthday. Okay. All right. The third one is Keg Max. Keg Max. Is it like Keg exclamation point? Yes. Max, Max exclamation point. Keg Max. All right. Uh, uh, Rory ends up going to a college party, and Lorelai uh, continues her relationship with Max. We have some more stuff with Max with Lorelai. Okay. Okay. All right. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> oh, Trix finally dies. There's my prediction. I'm doing that for you, by the way. You're really you're done with her. So, Trix is done. Trix is done for. I hope so. She's just, uh, just, she just weirds me out. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So there are my predictions. Oh, somebody does die. <laughs> oh gosh. Somebody dies. Somebody dies. All right. There's right. you a, there's you a teaser. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. 
you know, it's funny. I had a different la 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 in my head going, oh, I should do that one for the end, but I can't remember what it I was. I know. I always, I always try to remember the, the la la la's because there's, there, you know, every once in a while you hear a different one. You do? Like, yeah. Oh, that's an interesting la la la. But every, every time I think about it, I come back to la 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 la